0: But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. I want to talk about something that has been helping me through my difficulties lately, and that is practicing gratitude. I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm reflecting upon the things that I'm really, really grateful for, it's like therapy especially when I'm severely overwhelmed with big, bad feelings. And recently I feel like that's been the norm for me. So I'm sure I've said it before, but I'm very good at getting totally consumed by my negative emotions when they pop up. Typically in the past, I've managed those feelings poorly, often with food or lashing out at the people I love or acting out of character and doing dumb shit. And These things all gave me the instant gratification and comfort that I want and need in that moment but never make me feel good for any longer than a moment. I do enjoy moving my body and working out when I'm feeling good but when something challenging happens in my life I switch off and rapidly run out of energy So the one positive thing that I know would help me when I'm feeling like shit is often not possible for me when I'm deep in the bad, sad, angry corners of my mind. However, recently I've discovered gratitude and in the depths of my sadness, I find that verbalizing the things that I am grateful for really does serve as an instant relief in a way that I've never felt before. And that relief lasts longer than the moment. So, for example, when I'm in my head, I'll start telling myself out loud, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my friends, I'm grateful for my body and my mind and my home, etc., etc., you get the point. And in the simplicity of giving myself those reminders that I truly believe, I distract myself from digging a deeper hole where I'm only thinking about everything that is terrible in my world. It may not fix my problem, but at least... It helps to bring about some perspective, and allows me to focus on something other than the bad. I know that often people like to say something along the lines of, there's always someone that has it worse than me, so I need to be grateful for what I have. Kind of true, kind of not. Technically, I guess it is correct, although experience is subjective, but technically, the likelihood of someone going through something worse than you is, is relatively high because there are billions of people in the world, Right. But it's not necessarily helpful to look at things that way. And I don't think we need to start comparing our struggles or dismissing them to justify their existence in the first place. It is possible to be grateful for what you have without needing to qualify that gratitude with because someone somewhere is worse off. In any circumstance, I think the kindest thing that you can do for yourself is just to be grateful and to actively practice that gratitude. I was listening to The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown on Audible, which by the way is an amazing book. And I admit, I hate reading. I am not someone who has ever enjoyed reading ever. But ever since I discovered Audible, I realized that I actually do enjoy books, but the most meaningful way for me to absorb a book is to listen to it. So if you're anything like me and you think books aren't for you, so you're just never going to be that person who learns by reading... Because you can't be bothered reading. I just don't have the attention span for it, to be honest. I just can't sit there and read words. I get impatient. Download Audible because it has totally changed my world. And I'm learning so much now. And I was craving that before. Anyways, I digress. In this book, Brene Brown talks about how we find it difficult to feel pure joy because we are always waiting for something bad to happen. She talks about the example of parents standing over their sleeping children and thinking about how much they love them, and then all of a sudden being hit with this thought about something really terrible happening to their child, and more or less how that would like completely ruin their lives. I really identified with this, obviously I don't have children, but there are people in my life that I love more than life itself. My parents are the perfect example. The thought of losing them cripples me, it is my greatest fear. And unfortunately, it is a thought that enters my mind daily. Brene explains that this is the way that we try to avoid being blindsided by the pain of potential tragedy and loss. The idea that if we rehearse it, every chance we get that when it does happen, it won't hurt as much. And that once you receive the dreaded phone call or receive that news from the doctor in the hallways of the hospital, the blow won't hit as hard because you've planned for it and you've practiced it. Of course, once that terrible thing does happen, we soon realize that no matter how hard we planned for it, there was no way to prepare for it and it doesn't hurt any less. This need to prepare for terrible things to happen totally destroys moments of joy because you realize very quickly how it can and quite possibly could be taken away. We all want to be happier. We all want to enjoy these moments of intense joy without them being ruined by our ability to catastrophize. And this is coming from a professional catastrophizer. The way that we can do it is by actively practicing gratitude. When you start imagining something really terrible happening, or when you're feeling really bad about something, you need to recognize that that is a trigger and instead start focusing on what you're grateful for in that moment. This happened really recently for me. My parents flew up to Hawke's Bay to stay with me, and it was the first time they'd seen my home, which I've recently purchased. It was so lovely having them here. They're my best friends. We had so much fun. Just doing, like, the gardening and cooking together and doing mundane things, but when you don't have them around all the time, that stuff really matters, and those moments are really special. When the time came that I had to drop them off at the airport, I burst into tears as I drove home and I cried for a few hours following. I was so overwhelmed by the grief of not living closer to them and not seeing them as much as I wish I did. As we all get older, we realise we're running out of time with the people we love and we just need to make the most of it and this realisation kills me. But in the middle of feeling that pain... I started telling myself that I'm grateful for my amazing parents, for the love that we share for each other, for the beautiful connection that we have, and for all the time and the memories we get to share and create together. It didn't make the grief or the pain that I was feeling disappear, but it instantly stopped it from paralyzing me. And that made it exponentially easier to bear. Learning to incorporate gratitude into your life also means that you start being grateful for everything that brings you joy, not just the big, amazing, extraordinary moments, but ordinary things that we take for granted that we didn't even spend time thinking about before. For example, I recently took part in a training at work about colonization in Aotearoa, I'm Māori, so it hit hard for obvious reasons, and at the end of the first day I went home and was messaging my mum about it and how painful it is because it was my grandparents and their parents and their parents' parents that wore the brunt of the atrocities of colonisation in this country. On day two of the training, I was speaking to a colleague about how I had this conversation with my mum, and she shared that her mother passed away some time ago but how much she wishes she could have done the same as me. In that moment, I realized, God, I'm so grateful to be able to speak to my parents whenever I want, that I can pick up the phone and hear their voice. I can catch a plane and see them in a few hours and that they could come to my house. We could do seemingly mundane things like cook and garden and that it meant the world to me. These are the moments that define my life. And I know... That when the inevitable happens, and if I end up having to live part of my life without them, those moments will be the ones that I cherish until the day that I die. Terrible things are going to happen. It's life. It's inevitable. But practicing and planning for them won't change that or make it hurt any less when that time comes. It is a much better use of our energy to focus on what we're grateful for in that moment Rather than to imagine what could be coming in the future. And whenever that terrible thing does happen, it is important to maintain your gratitude. Challenge is life's way of sending you in a new direction. Gratitude might not take away that pain, it doesn't take away mine but it will remind you that there is always good in the world and in your life and that it may not be obvious to you right now, but it will show its face again as long as you don't deny its existence. So before I go, I recommend incorporating tangible gratitude practices into your life, saying grace before you eat, ending each day sharing what you're grateful for or thinking about what you're grateful for. Keeping a gratitude journal, which is something that I... Haven't ever done until I attended a mindful journaling class here in Hawke's Bay. And if you were a local, I really, really recommend it. Follow the girls at Uffy, Uffy underscore NZ, A-W-H-I underscore NZ on Instagram for more information. This isn't sponsored or anything. I just wanted to share it because going to that mindful journaling class was such a big deal it made such a big difference not just for me but also my friends that went along we didn't realize how much we needed it until we went even just like every now and then I'll be sitting with my boyfriend and I'll just be like what are you grateful for in this moment and he'll name three things then he'll ask me and then I'll name three things and even just doing that just helps you sort of revisit it And you realize like how much there really is to be grateful for because there's always something no matter how terrible things feel, there is always something to be grateful for even if it is just the air that you're breathing. I don't want to get too like philosophical but how lucky are we that our bodies form in the way that they do, that we've got brains that allow them to function and We're out here having feelings and doing stuff and being productive members of society all because our biology allows us to do it. And of course, some of us also believe that that's got a whole lot to do with a higher power something or someone greater than ourselves. And that also in and of itself is something to be grateful for, that for whatever reason we were brought here to live our lives at this time. And how lucky are we to be able to do that? And on top of everything that I've already talked about, I am grateful in this moment for you, for listening to my podcast. It will never not be wild to me that people listen to what I say and find it meaningful. So I am grateful for your time that you've spent listening to this episode and maybe my other episodes and any future episodes that you may listen to. On that note, I will love you and leave you. This was heavy. So please make sure you do something for yourself today that makes you happy. And otherwise, I hope you have an awesome day.